Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's time for the Rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the Rundown. It is the Monday edition here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Lots of stuff to get into today. But first, we got to do something that kind of hits me in the heart a little bit. Makes you feel good on a Monday afternoon. We're going to head out to the phones. Danielle, thanks for joining us today on the Rundown. Thanks for having me, Rob. I'm happy to be here. All right, tell the folks who you are so that... uh, I pronounce your name correctly and everything towards the end of it. So what's your last name? Um, Covelli. Yeah, Danielle Covelli, and she is with Panera Bread here in Columbia. And you guys have, of course, your Pieces of Hope for Autism cookies now through April the 14th. So they came out today, and they are just the coolest cookies ever. And 100% of the proceeds go um, to help the South Carolina Autism Society, right? Yes, that is correct. And the cookies are available at all seven of our cafes in the Midlands. And um, 100% of the proceeds, only from the 8th to the 14th, um, from our autism cookies, go back to South Carolina Autism Society, as you said. And um, in conjunction with this, um, we're also raising funds for South Carolina Autism Society through our Roundup program. Um, So we've been raising funds for them uh, in February, March, and in April, we'll be raising them. So um, we're really excited to just help better the quality of the lives of um, local residents that fall on the autism spectrum in this community. So it's great because you can go buy any Panera Bread and get you an autism cookie. I call them the autism cookie, but they're the hopes for autism cookie. It has the autism puzzle piece in the center of it. And, of course, it's going to help out the South Carolina Autism Society. So just great stuff. And, Danielle, thanks so much for calling in today. And uh, hopefully we can get some folks to buy some cookies. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Danielle Cavelli calling from the uh, Panera Bread here in Columbia. And, of course, they've got the autism cookies. I call them autism cookies. That's basically what they are. But... Here you go. They are right here. You can see them on the Facebook Live page. Basically, it's like a shortbread cookie with the autism puzzle piece on it. And you can go to Panera Bread and get one on your way home. And it all goes to benefit the South Carolina Autism Society. It's something that's big with me. My son has autism. So anytime that I see something like that, I just kind of latch on to it. So I appreciate you uh, giving me a minute or two there to talk about that. All right, so I've got a ton of stuff to get into today. I've got a wrap on the spring game for both South Carolina and Clemson, and I'm going to tell you who I think should transfer because that's what spring games are to me. You figure out who should transfer. I've got somebody that should transfer for both South Carolina and Clemson. I'll also talk about smack talk in the NFL and why I think it's great. We'll also get into... The Masters. The Masters is this week. So go ahead and line up your calls now. What would you do for a Masters badge? 
Because I've seen tons of stuff on my Facebook feed from I would give my kidneys, I would do this, I would do that. What would you do to get a master's badge? You know, the media gets to play today. It's like they let like 28 members of the media play. You can put in your name or whatever to go and do that. I would be scared to death that I would destroy that poor course with my golf game. My golf game is so bad that I I just couldn't do it. But I do have a list of master's do's and don'ts today, and this is from the Chicago Tribune. And it's kind of funny the way that uh, the author put this together, so we'll get into that as well. Also, the latest D1 baseball rankings are out. Clemson is jumping through the roof. South Carolina, on the other hand, not what you want this weekend, dropping a series to Alabama. (sighs) Is the road over for the Gamecocks this season? Uh, It's good-looking tough. And half the reason is because if you look at who they have to play, even if everything comes back together and they get Carmen Malinsky back and they get everybody back, it could still end up being not what you want. Not what you want. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. That's right, Lewis. Thanks for that. The media plays next Monday. There we go. So, but I thought we would start today with a couple of little things here. One, with the spring games behind for both teams, and spring practice is essentially wrapped up, I've got some comments from both South Carolina players and Clemson players, and I'm going to start with DeCarion Joyner because it seems like everybody and their brother is already on the list of, uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to play quarterback. But Joyner was adamant after, uh, after the spring game, and he, he's pretty much said that he wants to be a quarterback at South Carolina. First and foremost, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a more comfortable player. You know, um, I got my I got my head in the playbook. You know, um, I got on film. I really doubted in, until until what coach was trying to teach me. You know, and um, um, I think this time, this year compared to last year, I'm more coachable than ever. I think I'm more coachable than I've ever been. You know, I have great coaches around me, and um, I appreciate all my coaches and all my teammates. Was there ever a thought in your mind about maybe trying another position, or has it always been I want to be a QB and nah, that's it? Not a chance, because I, I wouldn't went anywhere anywhere else in the country. I would have I would have went to Alabama or Clemson. You know what I'm saying? But I came here to play quarterback, and that's what I'm going to do. I know my coaches believe in me, and that's that. So there's Joiner's comments after the spring game on Saturday, and you know what? You don't really learn much from a spring game. I think he ended up with like 245 total yards, but let's be honest. I don't think anybody thinks that coming in that he is going to take away time from Jake Bentley. I also don't think that going in, just from what we've heard, that he's going to take time away from uh, the backup, maybe possibly being Helensky. So if I'm on the outside looking in and I'm trying to give advice to this young man, I know that everybody's like, you know what? You should follow your dreams and do your thing. You should do that. Okay, and and I get that. But if I am one of his advisors, I'm telling him, you should probably transfer. Because he's not going to get to play. I mean, just the writing on the wall is there. Now, I know that injuries can happen, and he can have the mentality of, all right, I just got to wait my turn. 
but you only get so much time. And I think that if he went somewhere else, he'd probably have a better spot to uh, possibly get in there and play some quarterback. The perfect spot for him, according to me, I got two different spots, Coastal Carolina, and why not try North Carolina? North Carolina needs a lot, but you could still play in a big-time football conference, and he might get up there and might be able to get into a position where he can play. Because North Carolina needs a lot. Now, another quarterback that I think should possibly transfer is Chase Bryce. If you look at what Chase Bryce has done at Clemson, Clemson does not win the national championship last season without Chase Bryce. They do not do it. I don't think they make the college football playoff without Chase Bryce from last year. Simple as that. Chase Bryce is a, is a huge part of last season's championship run. Now, if you remember, last year in the spring game, Chase Bryce outplayed everybody. He was better than Trevor Lawrence. He was better than Kelly Bryant. This season, he was 10 of 19 for 165 yards and a touchdown. And he says, I feel like I've had a pretty solid spring, gained a lot of confidence. I feel like my teammates have gained confidence in me. Really just showcase what I can do and how much I progressed from last season when I get to play until now. Uh, and he said, when he was asked about transferring, he said, of course, I think that would cross through someone's mind, but I am here. So maybe he, I mean, he wants to stay at Clemson. You know, you should do whatever you want in life. But if you want to play, especially with the arm that he's got and the way that he's played, that's somebody else that should go. Go and try to test the waters. So that's the main question for you today. Who do you think should transfer? Should Jacarion Joyner transfer? Or should Chase Bryce transfer? And where should they go? 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number. I think that Bryce has put out there some good film that he could end up playing somewhere else that is a Power 5 school. Shout out to the folks watching on Facebook Live today, including Beth. Dean the Hat says he's heading to Prowling Growl, and he's listening. Thank you, Dean. We appreciate that. Joseph says he's, uh, that he's talking about Chase Bryce, I'm thinking. He wants to stay with a winner. Yeah. I can understand that as well. But would you rather stay with a winner and not see the field? I'm in the camp of... Get on the field. And after what he did last season in the Syracuse game and what he did in the spring game last year, and he looked good in the spring game this year, get out on the field. See where you can go. Everybody and their brother transfers nowadays. It's not a big deal. Georgia had the number one quarterback prospect in the country last season in fields, and he's moved on to Ohio State. I'm telling you, Chase Bryce could play somewhere else. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. Some reaction from the online audience. Chase is still going to play a ton this year. He may get to play, but it's garbage time. I think Clemson's favored by double digits in every game on the schedule except for two of them, I think, or maybe just one of them. And I think that's the uh, Texas A&M game. 
So you may be right on that. He may have the opportunity to play a good bit. Joyner, on the other hand, I don't think that he's going to have the opportunity at all. Especially if it comes back in the fall and they tell him. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're going to be the number three quarterback. If I'm told after basically... What a, 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 he, he came in last year for the spring game. So he's had two spring games and a, and a season, basically, that I haven't moved up any further than the third-string quarterback. If I am him, I'm heading out. Heading out. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. You know, Trevor Lawrence talked after the spring game, but uh, first... I thought I would talk a little bit about um, the receiving core for Clemson. That was one of the things that I was watching when I watched the spring game. And, of course, Coach Dabo Sweeney is happy with the set of freshman receivers he's got coming in. Y'all have heard me say many times, I'm not trying to keep secret on those guys. They're, 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 they're ready. I mean, they're really, really talented players and uh, very coachable. Uh, you know, just love to prepare. Just high character guys. And, and as is Specter, you know, Specter didn't have, I think we just missed him. Uh, Might have scored on that one. We just, you know, just a little, little off on that one. But uh, he's going to be outstanding players. So all three of those guys are, are, uh, are just what we hoped they would be. And uh, but Frank and, and Joseph are. Uh, pretty elite, you know, as far as just where their starting point is. They got a ways to go, but, but their starting point, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive what I've seen from them this spring. Coach Dabo Sweeney talking about the freshman wide receivers he's got out there. And, you know, I, I can definitely get behind that. And, and wide receiver is great because you can rotate so many guys in and out. And it's the same way with the offensive line. You know, one of the things that a lot of folks were talking about was with Clemson and having uh, Jackson Carmen come in and take over a spot on the offensive line. Carmen played a lot last season. So when you have depth there, it makes a lot of sense. But when you have a quarterback that at the point, one point it could be, especially with Joyner, he may be third string after fall practice starts. I think it may be time for him to think about, all right, I'm going to change positions. Or I'm going to go play quarterback somewhere else. 803-978-1832. Dean says, I think he's referring to Chase Bryce. He's just one play away from starting. Yeah, I get that. I completely get that. But don't you want to go and be the man somewhere? I mean, it's if I, if I have that kind of talent, and Chase Bryce has Division I talent, let's make sure we put that out there. Chase Bryce can play as a Division I quarterback. If you have that kind of talent, I think it's kind of crazy to sit on the bench, especially the way that people are transferring now. In and out, in and out. you got to move where you have the opportunity to play. Clemson had quarterbacks leave last year. Hunter Johnson was one of the biggest 
uh, recruits as far as uh, quarterbacks in a while. And he was going to, uh, he, he seen the, the writing on the wall there. He's sitting behind Kelly Bryant, behind Trevor Lawrence. And let's be honest, Chase Bryce had better numbers than he did. The best thing for him to do was transfer. It's not that he didn't love Clemson. He's going to go play somewhere else. And you know what? He's going to play well somewhere else. Transferring isn't always bad. Remember at NC State, Russell Wilson was there. He ended up finishing at uh, Wisconsin. So I think those two players from the spring game, I think, should go somewhere else if they want to play. Call me up and tell me I'm wrong. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. That's what I took away from the spring game. That, and I was impressed with the way that Clemson has turned their spring game into a three-hour infomercial on ESPN. They've got the commentators down there interviewing Dabo Sweeney. Dabo's calling plays or whatever and, and, you know, coaching, and he's talking to the commentators, like, right on the field with him. You can't buy that kind of publicity. And I tell you what. If South Carolina wants to get to a point where they're consistently competing with Clemson again and not losing by three touchdowns every time they play, they need to figure out how to do that. Go up there and hire somebody from there and have them come down here and install that model. Because trust me, with what Dabo Sweeney's doing, he is turning that Paul into a national brand. People in Oregon and California and everywhere else know what that Tiger Paul means. The Block C from South Carolina, not so much. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Several other things we're going to get into today. The top 10 players were released in college football today from Athlon. This is their top 10. We'll talk about that a little bit. Also, a record of futility in the MLB circuit uh, th- this one's kind of sad, and I'm thinking that if you get to that point, you should probably be benched for a little bit. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll talk about NFL players possibly tra- um, doing a little trash talking. Not possibly. I mean, I've got it in tweets. It's kind of great. I love that kind of thing. And what you should or shouldn't do with the Masters. We're also taking calls. What would you do for Masters tickets? Besides give up $3,000, because that's what they are on StubHub right now. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. What would you do for your master's tickets? Yeah, I've heard some crazy stuff. <laughs> I've seen some crazy stuff on my Facebook and Twitter feed. By the way, you should check it out on, check me out on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. What's on the Twitter feed today? I was going back and forth with somebody about Rick Ashley. Uh, I was also arguing with some people about the uh, the alleged and not alleged Carolina tip that went off with the whole pizza thing. We can talk about that later on. Not a good look. We'll have all that and more in just a moment. You are listening to The Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. the rundown here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Out to the phones we go. Joseph, welcome into the program. Hey, Rob. How are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? Good. I just wanted to point out something uh, about Dabo. He is a recruiting genius. Okay. Um, 
when he was uh, interviewing Mike Williams, for example, and uh, I don't know if you saw the interview or not, but one of the questions to Mike Williams was, are you saving any money, and how's your grandmother or grandfather? Okay. He seems so genuine and stuff. If I have a kid and my, I'm, I have a son and I see him talking, I want my son to go play for him. That's that's a heck of a thing because you can see that kind of thing there, and I, I think that because he, he does come he, across like that. He, he's honestly concerned. Hey, Michael, you saving money? You're not blowing your money? You're doing this? You're doing that? And you know, Mike Williams, yes sir, yes sir. You know, it's just he's he's making you know turning young men into strong men and and good citizens and stuff. And I think that's the main thing that why people want dab on the coach and their son. Hey, Joseph, man, I appreciate you joining us on the show today, man. Thanks for calling, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. So that is a good point. And, and, and I talked about this earlier where Dabo Sweeney essentially turned the spring game into a three-hour infomercial on ESPN. There was really no need for the media to go up there and cover it because he had everything on display there on ESPN. And it made Clemson seem like it was this football utopia where you come to win national titles and you get to play with Thor as your quarterback. That's the, the vibe that I got from watching that the other day. And it's kind of hard to, uh, to throw any shade at that because of the results that they get. So I'm going to welcome someone who went to the South Carolina spring game. Did you get the same results down from uh, Williams-Brice Stadium, Mr. Will Pelagic from the SC Sports Show? Oh, hardly no. Hard, hard <laughs> okay. no. I mean, it, it, it's a very interesting difference of approach between Dabo and and Will Muschamp and how they approach these spring games and I'm not saying one is right or wrong but you know at Clemson it's a showcase and at South Carolina it's a disguise. Do you think that at Clemson it's almost like uh, they're catering to the moms and what I mean by that is it's catering to the mothers of the recruits being that they're making it seem like this is the greatest place ever for your son, and it's more soft and just friendly. Now, I, I, I appreciate what Coach Muschamp is doing, because if you watch what he's doing down there, they run tough stuff. It's business. And it, it's business, and it's a very football-centric spot. But it's almost like Disneyland at Clemson. Well, it's it, I, I almost the, the way that I would anal- analogize it is look at the two – facilities that both schools have built over the course of the last couple of years. Clemson's, which was built a couple of years ago, and South Carolina's that was just finished before spring practice started. Um, And they personify the mission of each head coach, and they personify how each head coach is personality-wise. You mentioned Clemson being like Disneyland in a utopia, and there are a lot of glitz and glamour type things. You know, there's a slide, there's all these different things that are very glamorous inside that building, you know, a replica hill and all the stuff that comes around with it. And while South Carolina's building is very impressive, it's a place of business. It's a business-type atmosphere. It's workmanlike. It's functional. There's a lot of glitz and glamour stuff in there, too, when it comes to like the, uh, the Darius Rucker recording studio and things of that nature. But Will Muschamp's not all about flashes. He wants to make sure that this place is a place where you get your work done, a place where you want to be able to come. But also, the fact of the matter is, is that your first obligation is to what happens on that football field between the white lines. And I think when you look at the approach to the spring game— yeah, South, uh, South Carolina understands where they've been over the last couple of years. They want this to be an area where they do more work. Maybe a lot of that work was done more behind closed doors. Clemson comes in with a lack of fear because they know they're at the top of the mountain and they want to be able to simulate all the best parts of them stuff. They want to show off all the flashy toys that they got, especially the mid-year enrollee freshmen as you showcased on Saturday. 
And one other thing here, since we're talking about both facilities, do you think if Clemson slipped up in a couple years that there would be a, a mentality of, you know what, to hell with that slide, to hell with the, all the stuff that's there and the glitz and everything else? If you're, I mean, I think winning, if they're winning and they have all this stuff, it's, it's kind of a perfume for that. It is, but I also think that Dabo is not going to change who he is based on whether they win or based on whether they lose. I think that's something that you've seen out of him over the course of the time he's been the Clemson head coach. Is that It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. He brings and instills a model, and he believes that their way of doing things is superior to the way that anybody else does things, and they're not going to change the process despite the result. All right, I, my question that I have for the listeners today was uh, I, I two players that I think should transfer, one <laughs> from South Carolina is to carry on Joyner, and the other one from Clemson is Chase Bryce. So Chase, both of the backup quarterbacks, basically. Both of the backup quarterbacks. Well, I don't, I don't think that Joyner is going to be the backup quarterback. I think he's going to be the third-string quarterback. But the thing with Chase Bryce is Chase Bryce, in my opinion, was the reason that Hunter Johnson transferred last year because he came in and lit it up in the spring game. And Hunter Johnson's looking up there, and he's like, wait a minute, I got I got Lawrence and Kelly Bryant and this guy. I may be the fourth string. Now he's going to be a quarterback at Northwestern. But with Joyner, he may be the third-string guy heading into the first set of reps in fall practice. I think both of them should go. I don't know if you could dictate anything out of what we saw Saturday into whether or not Joyner is ahead of Holinsky or Holinsky is ahead of Joyner, at least from South Carolina's perspective. Uh, That's something that they're going to obviously let go into fall camp. I do think that I don't believe that Holinsky has done enough to surpass Joyner in that regard. I think Joyner has actually come a long way. I think you can't overlook the fact that he can do different things with his legs. And just from talking to him for the first time, first time we actually got to talk to him uh, with the media was uh, on Saturday. He, he seems like a guy who has the conviction to know that he wants to play quarterback. And while we saw another quarterback in Jay Urek go out and basically be the MVP of the spring game as he rep not just at wide receiver but also on coverage of special teams, I do think that Joyner, while we still haven't seen it in a game scenario yet, believes he has the tools to be able to compete with Holinsky. I think Holinsky is still the future at the position, but I also think that Joyner, at least for right now, might be the backup du jour. And as for Chase Bryce, look, I've said all the t- all the time that I believe that they could do the exact same things with Bryce as they did with Trevor Lawrence over the balance of the season if they got the same amount of reps. I think that he has a, a holdout of hope that he's going to have a chance to start on this team when he is a redshirt senior after Trevor graduates in three years, or not graduates, but leaves for the NFL after three years. He believes he can hold that slot down, but if you think about the stuff that's coming in behind him, Tyson Pumachon and perhaps DJ Uwalangalele, I mean, that's obviously something you have to think about if you're Bryce as well. 
Uh, do you mind coming back next segment? Because I want to ask you about some of the reps at uh, for that went on at the spring game for South Carolina, especially sure. in the secondary. Absolutely. Because I've only got about a minute here. But I have other things I'm going to get into today with Athlon releasing their top 10 as far as uh, 10 players after spring practice. So we'll get into that. Um, I like NFL players talking smack to each other on Twitter. I think that's great. Um, the, the ironic moment from last night. Ronda Rousey said, oh, wrestling's fake, and then breaks her hand in a wrestling match. That is amazingly the, the definition of irony. We'll also talk some baseball here in a moment. And a couple other little things here on the rundown this afternoon. What would you do for your master's tickets, your master's badge? I've heard everything on Twitter from, uh, you know, you can have my kidney to my firstborn child. It is pretty lengthy what people will do. And I got this great article from the Chicago Tribune about some stuff at the Masters and stuff you can and can't do if you haven't went. So we'll go over that in just a little bit. Also today, I've got uh, the new baseball polls. Clemson jumps up high despite going just 2-2 two and two last week. I'm wondering if it's almost fool's gold with the Tigers, the more and more I watch them. Maybe that's just me. But we'll talk about that in a lot more in a little bit here on The Rundown. Be sure to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds. Good podcast for the show will be up today at 5 o'clock. Will Pelagic from the SC Sports Show is going to talk to us a little bit about the Gamecock secondary when we come back. All that and more in just a moment on The Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Follow me on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. The man in studio with me, Will Pelagic. He is on Twitter at Willie P. Style. I feel awkward saying Willie P. Style. You should. I, I, it's just, I, I don't know. It sounds like, a, like, like I don't know, like I'm trying to like auction you off for a date or something. Well, you know, Willie P. Style is an homage to Big Willie Style from the Will Smith era. Yeah, which means, I sh- are you going to run around and start singing Miami, Miami with, your, with your abs flying? Not, It'd be not all quite. Right. I don't have the abs for that. Well, I don't have the abs for that either. But, but there is an app for that. There is an app for that. Good point, sir. But Will is here to talk to us a little bit about, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, Gamecock secondary. Because there is a young man that transferred in, Jameel Cook. Mm-hmm. He is six foot four. That is awfully tall for a defensive back. Yeah, when Jamel Cook came in, uh, really at the beginning of spring practice last year, we all were kind of wondering who's that guy wearing number thirty one, who's six four and is a tall drink of water like that. And we finally found out that he was the Southern Cal transfer who uh, is from, I believe, the Florida area, and uh, basically used, uh, tried to use the uh, medical hardship waiver, not medical hardship waiver, with the uh, transfer for hardship waiver to try and possibly get immediate eligibility. He uh, was unable to do that like Josh Bell was able to and uh, basically spent the entire year just practicing with the Gamecocks off of the uh, off of the game roster, so to speak. And so now he's actually being able to be a part of the, the workable depth for South Carolina and He's somebody who can be an immediate impact player for them because he just brings another experienced player into that secondary, which lacked so much of that last year because of injury and attrition and all kinds of things that happened to South Carolina at that position group last year. They've been repping him not just on the outside, but also at safety. Uh, I know that there are people wonder, well, you know, how can a 6'4 guy play safety? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but I believe that, you know, Will Muschamp likes tall safeties because the other guy he was repping 
at that position uh, last year was Jemias Williams, and he's about five foot nine. So, right. uh, you know, you have the the kind of happy medium. Do you want somebody who's like six two or six three at that position, or do you want somebody who's in the five nines, five tens? And I think from that perspective, they prefer a taller guy so they so he can see the field. and And he's a bruiser, and he's somebody who can really be very good for them in coverage. Well, at six four, he should be a bruiser. I, I'm just not used to seeing somebody that's six four playing defensive back, but. Um, with with much champ's pedigree of basically grooming defensive backs, you got to wonder what he's going to do with a guy that has the body that is that big. Well, it's weird because they they want to get the best four or five on the field at a time when it comes to the secondary. It's very similar to the way that they look about the offensive line. They feel like they can cross-train guys at different positions on the offensive line, whether it's guard or tackle and even places at center. Like, for example, their two centers that they got projected to be in the starting lineup, Hank Manos and Chandler Farrell, neither of them started or played in the uh, in the spring game because of ankle injuries. So they had Eric Douglas in there who had been repping mostly at guard. They've been repping him at center, too, and they were able to use him and, and not really lose a step. They used Anel Stanley in that position last year and and they feel the same way about the secondary a lot of the defensive concepts don't change when it comes to corner safety and nickel and I believe that you know that's why you saw JC Horn rep all three positions last year and and they obviously believe that he and Israel Mukwamu are the guys who are going to be able to take halves of the field off when it comes to the fact that they have such good ability to be good presences outside. And that's why you might see Cook more at the safety position because of the fact that Horn and Mukwamu have those other spots on lock. You know, do you get the vibe, though? And, and obviously, this is, I don't think this is like a make or break year for Muschamp, but it seems like he is starting to get cogs in the wheel for the kind of defense that he would he had built at Florida and the kind he had at basically at Texas as well. But do you think that it's getting to the point now where the defense may start getting to a point where they're better than what the Gamecock offense is putting out there and, and the defense may be this team's MO? I think the defense is going to have to win football games for them this year in order for them to be successful. Even with the even with uh, Bentley at the quarterback and the guys you got coming back with Brian Edwards and the depth at running back that they have, you think that the defense is going to have to win games? I think the defense will have to win games for them because you mentioned at running back you know at running back that they didn't show us basically anything about the running game when yeah. it came to this the spring game and I think that was by design they didn't want to try and showcase what they had been calling as more of a creative uh, parallel when it comes to the way that they've used the run game in the spring and they, they kind of left those things behind closed doors but what I will say from the standpoint of where South Carolina is is Will Muschamp brags about this all the time he believes that they have more competitive depth on the field at every position than they've had at every position that they've had since he's been at South Carolina. And I think a lot of that comes on the defensive side of the football when you think about the fact that they've got defensive linemen who are true freshmen who they believe can push the upperclassmen like Zach Pickens. And they have people at linebacker now who can be forces on the field, and they have more in the secondary. He believes that they need to be better at creating turnovers because that was a position where two years ago they were almost the best in the country. They led the country in turnover margin, right. whereas last year they significantly fell backwards in that regard. So with uh, – and I do agree with you on the point of it seems like he is – what you said about the defense – I think that they're going to be better this year than they were last year. They have to be. I mean, I think they by have de- to by, be. By default, they have to be, based well, on the way the they finished the, the year. I think a lot of that had to do with injuries and stuff last year. It though. did, but I'm just saying, they, they have no choice but to be better than they were last year, because if they're any worse, then it's going to be a disastrous year. So, by the way, and I know you mentioned this to Coach Muschamp the other day when uh, at the spring game, um, 
about what we had just seen there, we only seen one day, and and he was quick to tell you it's more than just one day, right? Yeah, my only contention with him is that you know last year he made a big deal about the fact that the spring game did not mirror the way the fifteen practices or fourteen previous practices right. had gone over the course of spring last year, and so I asked him because he he seemed a lot more happy after this year's spring game than he did after. Uh, after the one a year ago, and I asked him, I said, how did this year's spring game more mirror the the work that y'all had done? And, and he didn't exactly answer the question the way I wanted to, but the one thing I will tell you is that that's a much more satisfied head coach this year than there was after the 2000. 18 edition of the spring game. Well, the good news is is that you may have the opportunity to ask him the same question tonight because he is going to be on the SC Sports Show with you and Lawton Swan on our sister station, News Radio 560 uh, WVOC across the hall and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. I challenge you to ask him the same question, sir. I won't ask him the exact same question. Well, you got to reword I will it. Ask, I, will, I will ask a variation of that question in, in a way that maybe gets a, a better answer. Out of well, and, I, and it's cool that you guys are going to have him on, but I mean, just the list of folks that you guys have had on your show, if you are a fan of South Carolina or Clemson sports in the Palmetto State, you have to listen to the SC Sports Show because you guys get everybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone from, of course, the two head football coaches, the two head baseball coaches, the mm-hmm. basketball coaches, the women's basketball coaches, all of them Eff- have been on the SC Sports Show. Efforting Frank Martin for later on this week as well to go over the Carolina basketball offseason for us and also in the interest of equal time with regards to football, you know, efforting Dabo Sweeney. You know, well. you mentioned a, a satisfied coach. I, I think that Frank Martin right now is not a very satisfied coach. I would love to be on uh, whatever the, the the chicken dinner tours where he's going to be going out mm-hmm. this summer. He just seems like he's just not very happy right now. Well, I think he he feels that they got robbed an opportunity to to play in the postseason. Uh, he also doesn't like the way that the team finished because of the fact that they kind of limped to the finish, despite the fact that they played very well in the conference. And he doesn't believe that that they got kind of the full credit that they deserved in order. Uh, for the season that they had at least down the stretch and you know the one thing that we found out over the course of people who we talked to with regards to the national championship and the NCAA tournament resume people and all those guys who who do bracketology is that tournament committee values every game you play equally whether it's in the conference whether it's out of conference a loss is a loss and a bad loss like the ones they took to Wyoming and Stony Brook are going to hurt you despite the fact that they happened you know four or five months ago. Will Pelagic from the SC Sports Show. Your payment for coming in today I got is a cookie. one of the autism awareness cookies from Panera Bread. They look good. They are very good. And you can go and pick up one yourself. It all benefits the South Carolina Autism Society. Of course, uh, we'll be hopefully folks will go and, uh, and do that and help out the Autism Society today. Will's on later on 560 WVOC with Lawton Swan. Will, thanks for joining us, man. My pleasure, Rob. More of the rundown in just a moment. What would you do for your master's tickets? God, people got to line up for that, man. Would you give your kidneys? I've heard that. More of the rundown in just a moment. A little collective soul this afternoon here on the rundown. Makes me feel like I'm old, which I'm slowly getting that way. But this is a rundown here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. By the way, we were talking earlier and um, about the whole thing with the spring games being different. The story with the whole pizza scandal, I'll talk about it for just a minute because it's kind of it's kind of played out. But if you look online, 
you'll definitely see it on I've got it on my blog page where basically the football team down in South Carolina got two uh, like two thousand dollars worth of pizza delivered to them and they the football staff like tipped five bucks. Yeah, and it, it was so bad that Ray Tanner actually came out and said, Yeah, we took care of it. Just not a good look. It's just it's just not a good look. So Crazy stuff going on down down there. And, and it's not really like that happens all the time, but you just see that and you're like, oh, man. I mean, just a couple weeks ago for the South Carolina Clemson game, baseball game, you had the whole thing with there's not like the, the lines to go to concessions were out of whack. It'd take like four hours to get a Diet Coke. It's just stuff that, that has to be better. Remember the sewage incident down at Williams Bryce where they forgot to turn on the sewage or whatever. Like half the bathrooms didn't work. These are all things that I'm sure they're going to work out, but it's just the optics just don't look good. All right, so finally, what would you do for your master's tickets? I had folks send me messages on Twitter earlier today saying that, by the way, if you're going and you're buying them on StubHub, it's $3,000 for Thursday's games or Thursday's round on StubHub. So if you want to go to the master's, that's what it would cost to go to Thursday's game. I say game, Thursday's round. I didn't even look at Sundays. Didn't even look at Sundays. Because I'm sure that it's going to be an absolute disaster. I didn't even look at Sundays. Didn't even look at Sundays. Because I'm sure that it's going to be an absolute disaster. But what would you do for Masters tickets? 803-978-1832. How far would you go? This came out from the Chicago Tribune. Todd Grindstein wrote this. And he talked about He's covered the Masters for 10 years and the 10 things he's learned. One, the grounds are immaculate. I think that's fair. I think it really is. Um, when you go to Augusta, you go on site and it's just beautiful. I mean, it really does look like it's just almost like a Norman Rockwell painting beautiful. And he says parking is free and close to the grounds, all right, but a master's badge is about worth 10 to 25 times the purchase price. Practice round tickets cost $75, and one-day tournament tickets has a face value of $115. The asking price uh, on StubHub, as I said, $3,000. Admission to Berkham's Place, Augusta National's exclusive hospitality area, featuring three perfectly conditioned replica greens, is priceless. Oh, my goodness. Joseph says he'd let me slap him for master's tickets. I, I'm not into the whole slapping thing. I have seen where the Russians are doing like the slap challenges or whatever, where you can knock people out. I'm not into all that. Concession prices are cheap. Sandwiches range from $1.50 for the signature pimento cheese, $3 for the classic chicken. Bottle of water is $1.50. Domestic beer is $4. No signage on the course. But here's the thing I think that everybody is going to, um, and, and I kind of knew this, but... Still, when you think about it, there are no cell phones. You can't deal with your, they don't want anything to do with your cell phone. You can't really have it out there. You can take pictures, but basically, it's almost like a step back in time where you can get a pimento cheese sandwich for a dollar and 50 cent and a water. You can have your entire lunch for three bucks. Just cool. Then you've got the whole theory of, um, Everything is so immaculate there, but nobody's going to have cell phones. If you go anywhere nowadays, people have got their cell phones lined up, whatever you're doing. Like at Monster Jam the other night, people were looking at their cell phones. I was at the NCAA basketball tournament, 
And we're watching Zion Williamson play what's probably going to be the number one player in the NBA draft. People are looking at their cell phones and checking Twitter. Can't do that at the Masters. I think that's pretty cool. He also says patrons typically dress in golf shirts and sundresses. Now, this, of course, is from somebody who lives up north. Dare I say, a Yankee writer. And he writes, save the jeans for your steak dinner at T-Bones. And they behave with a level of dignity seen at few events. ESPN sports anchor uh, Scott Van Pelt said last week, when guys hit a drive, no one screams or yells mashed potatoes. People know how to not act foolish. It really is different because people, when they go in there, they think about, it's almost like you don't want to upset the golf gods when you're down there. Now, I'm not the best golfer in the world by any stretch of the imagination, but when I would go there, I would want to make sure that I fit into the crowd. I would not want to stick out. I'm normally one of those guys that likes to stick out, but not, not in this situation. Not in this situation at all. So, what would you do for your master's tickets? 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. It is nice to have a sporting event that's like that. Because we don't. Positive Mike checks in and says, it's God's grass you're walking on. That's a good point. I have the whole mentality, though, with grass. Like, if I was in, when I was in uh, Coast Guard recruit training up in New Jersey, they have, like, this big, huge parade field that's right outside of your, your barracks. And you learn really quick. You don't walk on that grass unless you cut it. And that's kind of what you do last week or two you're there is cut the grass for this big, you know, five-acre parade field or whatever it was. But I have that mentality now. Like, I don't walk on people's grass unless I cut it. So there you go. We'll talk more about the Masters this week. Of course, the national championship is tonight. I didn't even get into that today. What is wrong with me? I will do better tomorrow. I know it's like the national championship here. I've got a national championship quote from Tony Bennett. Defense is going to carry the national championship tonight. Here's what he said about Texas Tech, the Red Raiders' defense. I think someone said statistically we're two of the top five or teams defensively. Um, you can see it. They're, they're very physical. Their ability to take your ball and some of the – just like at the games and the tournament, what they've done to some of the great offensive teams has been, you know, um, so impressive. So There you go. Tony Bennett from the uh, Virginia Cavaliers. I like Texas Tech to win tonight. Virginia's favored by a point, but I think Virginia's luck runs out. I really do. So there, there you go with that. I just, the more and more I watch Texas Tech, the more and more I like them. The more and more I like them. Uh, Lisa wants to know, who do I want to win tonight? Uh, I truly don't care. <laughs> I know that sounds really bad, but I, I, I honestly don't care tonight. I don't care who wins. It's like I'm one of these guys, if my team's not playing, I, I mean, I'll watch. But it's like the Super Bowl is really tough for me because if the Packers aren't playing, I have no desire to watch it. No desire to watch it. Now, if there's like like last year when Loyola Marymount was there, I kind of wanted to see them win it all just because I thought that uh, the nun that worked with those young men, who they absolutely adored, it wasn't anything that was fake. Those young men had a huge amount of respect for that sister. I would have loved to have seen them one just for her. But for me, this year is like, all right, whatever. <laughs> there you go. 
congratulations. Nobody really remembers unless you're unless it's your favorite team when it comes to that anyway, in my opinion. All right, podcast for the show will be up later on. Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk, the czar of Clemson Sports, will be in here shortly. I'm sure Lowell, the producer, will be with him as well. Make sure you catch the full interview tonight with Will Muschamp, the head coach for the South Carolina Gamecocks. He will be on SC Sports on News Radio 560 WVOC right across the hall, our sister station. And, of course, with that, you can uh, catch Will and Lawton's interview with him. I'm sure that's going to be a great, great setup there. If you are a Gamecock fan, because I know Will asks some tough questions. Lawton does, too. So get the final ink link out as they put the wraps on spring ball. And here in a couple weeks, everybody's going to be out of college, heading home for the summer. Yep. Then we got to start talking about who's coming back for next season, etc. All right. More of the rundown tomorrow. My name is Rob Sanders. Podcast up later on. On Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. We'll see you tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.